Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In today's episode, David will continue his Bible study from the book of James. Writing in chapter 5, verse 7, James says, Be patient brothers and sisters until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop, patiently waiting for the autumn and spring rains. You too, be patient and stand firm, because the Lord's coming is near. The farmer must wait patiently for his crops to grow. The process cannot be hurried. But he does not take the summer off, and hope all goes well in the fields. There is much work to do, to ensure a good harvest. In the same way, we must wait patiently for Christ's return. We cannot make him come back any sooner. But while we wait, there is much work to do. Like the farmer, we live in the anticipation of a fruitful harvest. Now, please join David as he ministers today's word. Brethren, be patient for the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husband when waits for the precious fruit of the earth and has long patience for it until he receives the early and the latter rain. You know, this brings back so many memories to me because I grew up on meditating over those scriptures in Joel where he speaks of the former and the latter rain. And I'm absolutely convinced that Joel's prophecy and even James's prophecy relate to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit with which the church began on fire and how it should end on fire. And it's so interesting because much of Scripture is dealing with very practical issues. But in this seventh verse, be patient. Be patient because the Lord is coming. And just as the as the husbandman, the farmer, if you want the better word, just as the farmer waits for his crops to grow and has to be patient, then we need to be patient because the coming of the Lord is nearer than you expect. But you know, along with this comes a reminding of another scripture that comes back to Jesus himself, because Jesus spoke about the wheat and the tares, that the farmer sows the wheat, the corn in the field, and the enemy comes along and sows the weeds, the tares. But as Jesus says, it's so often unable to distinguish between the good and the bad until the harvest. And sadly, this, I feel, is a picture of some of the church today, that even in the church, the devil has sown evil, wrong thinking. And today I find that the world says that the Bible is not applicable today, that 
No, the word of God doesn't change. We have to live by the word of God. And yet so many sections of the church are saying, look, um, in a modern society, we cannot live by these standards. Yes, we can. We must. We cannot change the authority and the standard of God's word. We cannot change it. And I would remind some of these people what it says in Revelation. Where in Revelation, the words of prophecy is this, that if you take away any of the words out of this book, your name will be taken out of the book of life. And if you add anything to it, to you will be added all the plagues that are in this book. What a condemnation. But you understand, this is why we have to be very patient. We're not the judges, but there is a day of judgment coming. And sadly, when that day comes and the harvest is made, then the wheat and the tares are finally separated. I'm sad to say this, but it is actual scriptural fact that many whom we expect to be in the kingdom of God will not be there. And some that we thought were outside will be found inside when the Lord comes back. I mean, there are several references to this. Look at the five wise and the five foolish virgins. They're all ten of them are waiting for the coming of the bride and the bridegroom. But five... Having started with oil in their lamps, the oil has run out. And when they go to try to procure more, the moment comes of the return. And they're left outside. And the Bible is quite straight, quite straight that when they come to the door, the door is shut. There are divisions, I'm sorry to say, there are divisions just as there are divisions in the nation, there are divisions in the church. And so often we cannot fully understand or even know, but there are tares in the harvest field. There are weeds in the harvest field. There are wrong things in the church. And it won't be until the day when the Lord comes, and who knows? This is why... James is so strong, he says, be patient for the coming of the Lord. Just as the farmer has to wait. But the thing is this, we will see the reward. And I believe this is a clear indication that we actually see the reward before the Lord comes back. Yes. And then he goes on, be patient, verse 8 for the coming of the Lord draws near. Grudge not one against another, and lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge stands before the talk. And then he goes on to simply refer, those are happy which endure. You've heard of the patience of Job and seen the end of the Lord. And you know, we have to be patient to see God's final miracle at the end. You know, the Lord is the rewarder of those that seek him. You know, we don't look at the reward that we get down here. In fact, Jesus speaking about reward speaks that what we do down here, the good things that we do are sent up into heaven and we get the reward. And 
He speaks about building houses with the materials that we send up. And some houses are strong and substantial. Some are just wood and straw and destroyed. He's talking about the millennium kingdom and your position and mine in the kingdom when Jesus returns. And he actually says that for some who believe they're Christians, but whose works don't fulfill what God wants, they'll be saved as by fire. They'll lose everything. You know, I've been thinking sadly about it because of some things that have happened in my life recently. And I've become very conscious that when we get into heaven, that's when our true lives will be revealed. And God judges not just our actions, God judges our hearts. And it says that the hearts of all men, and you know, the real trouble with our actions, or good or bad, is that so often our actions down here are a reflection, not of our words, but of what's in our hearts. And I want that us all to think on that. So often, it's not what we do or even say, it's what we think in our hearts. Therefore, be patient. Be patient knowing that the Lord is coming. I think I'm going to have to say a little bit more on this probably in the next message, but God bless you and I trust that these words will be an encouragement to you. Thank you. God bless you. Jesus said, Whosoever believes in me will do the same works I do, and greater. In the latest edition of Prophetic Vision magazine, David Hathaway writes about how the power of Pentecost is for you today. The greater works, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, was never restricted to some biblically, unspecified, limited time period. They are for those who believe in Jesus. In Acts 2, verse 38, Peter, speaking on the day of Pentecost, said, Repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive, the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you, and your children, and for all who are far off. For all whom the Lord, our God, will call. Read the latest edition of Prophetic Vision magazine, on our website, or receive the physical edition, through the post. Visit eurovision.org.uk Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.